This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, alternative media for discerning minds. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. Tonight's special guest is already a veteran of the Veritas show, and we continue what we started back in December. John Lamb Lash is back with us, directly from Spain. We'll continue discussing Gnosticism and the history and alternatives that have been purposely suppressed, and it takes someone like John Lash to help find and make sense of it. As John Lash says, my enlightenment is yours, and I'm proud to have him back. I must alert you, however, we almost had to postpone this interview, as John lives in the Spanish countryside. An internet connection is sometimes very unreliable. We were disconnected on several locations, and I've done my best to make the flow of information seamless. Nonetheless, this is another mind-bending interview. John Lamb Lash will be with us shortly. To listen to tonight's full show, 
become a member. You'll receive instant access to all our material. And remember, Veritas survives on your voluntary subscriptions only. No sponsorship equals no censorship. Think about the next time you spend $7.95. Do you really receive any value? That is what you pay per month as a Veritas member. And you'll receive over 100 shows, all in CD audio quality. Veritas TV, our very unique Manticore forum, where you can interact with enlightened people around the world to discuss everything that matters. Just go to the subscribe link of our website, veritasshow.com, and take Veritas with you. You can also download our latest show via iTunes. During these times of uncertainty, the uncensored truth is priceless. Don't wait any longer. Subscribe today. You can also purchase our futuristic 8GB metal case USB drive with Seasons 1 or 2 in case you're missing hard drive space or your internet connection is too slow. It includes bonus material, so go to the Veritas store for more information. And don't forget, get your MMS right from us. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Listen to Jim Humble's interview. Go to the past shows of our website for more information. And if you need to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website and join me on Facebook. And now, get ready for another chapter of a fascinating view of meanings in a sacred history long and wrongly suppressed. For more of this breathtaking historical and anthropological erudition, John Lamb Lash is coming up next. If you want to believe, stop this audio now. If you want to know what has been suppressed for thousands of years, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. This is George Cavasilis, and you are listening to The Veritas Show. 
John Lamb Lash has been called the true successor of Mershe Eliade and the rightful heir of Joseph Campbell. Unlike those two world-class academics, John is a self-educated freelance scholar who combines studies and experimental mysticism to teach directive mythology, that is, the application of myth to life, rather than its mere interpretation. He is a leading exponent of the power of myth to direct individual experience and drive historical events over the long term. An expert on sidereal mythology, naked-eyed astronomy, procession, and the world ages, he also teaches the critique of belief systems. On metahistory.org, he presents a radical revision of Gnosticism, with original commentaries on the Nag Hammadi Codices. He also presents the only complete restoration by any scholar of the Sophianic myth of the pagan mysteries, the sacred story of Gaia Sophia, recounting the origin of the earth and the human species from the galactic core. John Lash is the only scholar of comparative mythology so far known to have rewritten a classical myth, giving it a different outcome, Orpheus and Eurydice. His published works are The Seeker's Handbook, Twins and the Double, The Hero, Manhood and Power, Quest for the Zodiac, and Not in His Image. In John Lash's own words, he says, I have only this to tell you about my enlightenment. It's yours. And directly from the southernmost point of continental Europe, Punta de Tarifa, Andalucía, southern Spain, I'm proud to introduce for the second time on Veritas, John Lamb Lash. Hello, John, and welcome back. How are you? I'm fine, Mel. How are you? I am fine, and I'm honored to have you back. Uh, uh, I don't think I have to tell you that I've been flooded with positive messages about the show we did back in December. And most recently, the question was, when are you going to have John Lash back? Well, here you are granting their wish. And as I said last time, and I really mean this, I consider your book a masterpiece for the truth seeker. And instead of compressing a program, I have decided to move in parts so we can discuss all of this in phases. And, and you've been gracious to accept future invitations. So today we take up where we left off. But before we start, I just want to say that I received a message from one of our listeners, including a video that shows Christians in the war-torn African country of Ivory Coast, which has a Muslim North and a Christian South. In doing this, I have to be exposed to news, no matter how dire they are. After watching that video, in which men and women are burned alive in the name of religion, it's hard for me to accept that in the 21st century, this type of extremism still exists. What is it going to take to stop this violence based on ignorance, John? Well... You <laughs> were starting off with a bit of a bang here, Mel, um, but why not? It's, uh, it's in our face. You have to say that. Um, I am really grateful for the opportunity to be back again. And sure, I'll tackle this question right off. Uh, if I were asked to summarize the plight of the human species at this critical turning point, I would put it in this way. We are facing many, many things, a lot of confusion, a lot of deceit, a lot of terrorism, genuine and faked, uh, a lot of attacks on, uh, on, on, uh, on our species from one uh, place or another. But basically, it all boils down to a test of sanity. You know, it's a test of sanity. And 
we cannot proceed as a species unless we claim our own sanity. So how do we define what's sane and what's not? Well, by, by these very phenomena and events of which you speak, we are able to detect, we are able to observe clearly that this is insane behavior. And it has been going on for many centuries. Uh, I trace in my book, not in his image, the long progression of the insanity that is perpetrated in the cause of religion. And that is one of the first forms of insanity that we need to recognize in order to find our true sanity and have some true future for this species on this planet. And I just could not believe what I saw. I was thinking, we are not in the dark ages. We're not a thousand years ago. This is a 21st century where you would think that people would evolve to the point of realizing that this nonsense and ignorance should not be tolerated. But it seems, and this takes me to the topic at hand, John. You mentioned the phrase in your book, political figure shrouded in a mystical aura. Isn't this a strategy yeah. used by most governments of the world right now? Certainly, certainly. You see, uh, what religion really is, if it's not a religion of the goddess, if it's not a religion that recognizes the divinity of the planet, the divine experiment of the goddess Gaia and our part in it, if it's a male god off-planet religion, it's really not a religion at all. It's really a political program dressed up as a religion. And it has been used that way for countless centuries. So what has to change is this behavior that is driven by this religious ideology that I expose in my book, the ideology of the Abrahamic religions, uh, the Messiah, the judgment of God, and that sort of thing, the divine plan. Uh, and it's the behavior that has to change. But the thing that each one of us needs to realize is that Beliefs drive that behavior. Beliefs drive behavior. This is one of the primary teachings of my site, MidHistory.org. And so if you're going to ask ourselves, how can we change the behavior of people who are still to this day torturing and burning other people in the name of God? Well, we have to look at the beliefs that drive that behavior. And this is the test. This is the test. The big test that we're facing right now, and I think we're in the final phase of that test. Either we pass or we fail. <laughs> and by the way, we're folks who are thousands of miles away. John is in Spain. I'm in 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 the desert of the United States, and the connection may not be a hundred percent where it should be. But we we're crossing our fingers to make sure that we're not disconnected. You can hear me okay on your side. Good. I guess whoever wanted to tamper with our conversation realized what I was saying and, and help us a little bit. But anyway. Um, got, got the hell out of here. Right. Yes. Okay, it, great. In, yeah. in reading your book, uh, Not in His Image, there is so much history mm -hmm. that is purposely omitted from most history books. You say, quote, the Jews introduced crucifixion only to find it adopted mm -hmm. by the Romans and used against them. Don't we see this today yeah. being used, the hijacking of religion by governments in order to keep a tighter grip? And it doesn't have to be theocracies, even democracies too. Sure. Religion in the form of these three Abrahamic religions uh, is nothing but, this is the bitter pill that uh, I 
um, a propose that people swallow when they read my book. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Mel, I call it the, the history's hardest lesson. Yes. This is history's hardest lesson that what we've come to call religion, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and where many people have enshrined their sacred values and their sense of human dignity is actually not religion at all in the true sense of the word. It is a political system of social control, brainwashing, and tyranny. And it is fundamentally theocratic at basis, even if the theocratic aspects are sometimes played down because they don't play so well uh, in a secular modern world. But when you really cut to the core, you'll find that the, the pathology at the basis of this... Yeah, well, religion is... Uh, you can say that there is a true spiritual message in religion, for instance, in Christianity. You can claim that uh, Jesus had an original teaching of, of love or something important to say to us, and that it was somehow perverted and hijacked. Uh, you've probably heard that argument. Sure. Uh, people often make that argument. But if you read my book closely, you'll find out that I don't make that argument. I claim that the... Uh, the ideology and even the ethics of Christianity and Judaism from the get-go were corrupt and were nothing but tools for tyranny and for political aims. Uh, that's a very harsh judgment, and it's a very hard pill to swallow. But look at what's happening today. It's no different today when you see how religion is used so flagrantly today to obviously uh, commit atrocities of all manners, then you have to take a few steps back and say, well, maybe it always was that way. And my contention is that, that it always was. And this is where we have to break the spell of evil. At its core, we have to defy and cast aside those religious belief systems which are being used to decimate uh, the world and to desecrate the earth. And, and one thought from the section of your book called Converting the Barbarians. The more the natives resisted, the more intense the enforcement. Unquote. Why is it that Christianity professes to be a religion, and even the other ones, of peace? But when it comes to indoctrination, hundreds of years ago, violent coercion would be used. And today we see it more as social shunning. How has the indoctrination or conversion process changed from then to now? Well, basically, it hasn't changed now, if you look at the facts of it. You know, that uh, a large area subject to evangelization by Christianity today is Africa. And if you go and look at the facts of how this is done, you will see that African tribes are intimidated uh, by threats of, of damnation. They are, and, and they are tortured. They are, they are pressured by all kinds of means. Uh, to adopt Christianity. Christianity has never been a religion that was adopted voluntarily by people. It has always had to be forced on people. That has not changed. And to understand that again, go back to the fundamental point I mentioned earlier. Belief drives behavior. So if you want to ask yourself this question, well, how can Christians behave in this way toward other people? How can they, they torture people? How can they impose their belief system rather than invite people into it and, 
and accept coexistence. Christianity has never accepted coexistence. How can this be? Well, the answer is, look at the beliefs. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.